Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kyle Ritchie. I am the host of the Planet Comedy Podcast. Uh, if you guys joined us last week, you heard me discuss uh, everything from Roe versus Wade to the Stranger Things that came out. And speaking of Stranger Things, we're going to be talking about that again because the big topic for the day today or the this week is going to be the I believe it's the seventieth Emmy Awards. Anyway, uh, welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast. Welcome if you haven't heard us. Uh, welcome back for those who have been following. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and Pandora. Pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts or audio content. There are other Planet Comedy Podcasts. Uh, Average Joe's College Football Show is a college football show for average college football fans, by fans, for fans. Backseat Fighters is a... Uh, Fan hosted uh, MMA podcast, MMA combat sports podcast with my good friend Colin Baker. Uh, we have a YouTube channel that's going to be posting movie reviews. I'm going to rewrite some movies. Uh, if you guys have any interesting ideas for me on that, that would be great, actually. Uh, I'm taking requests on that. For those who have been wondering about the show, we were a day late yesterday. Uh, usually the show comes out on Tuesdays, uh, but you know, I've been, I'm busy. It's not really a set time limit for the show to come out. I just try to release at least one episode a week. Uh, I've tried to refocus on this podcast and making content for you guys, making things a little bit more interesting. Uh, I have a life going on around me, obviously. You know, I have a girlfriend. She has two kids. They're getting ready to start playing football. Obviously, school starts soon for everybody and their children. Ugh. I'm sorry if in the videos it looks like I'm melting. It's because it's 700 degrees in this room I record in right now. Uh, God has forsaken me for this show, it seems. So we'll see how long I can stay in the heat here. It's I'm you know this podcast is going to be a combination of my my both my mental fatigue and physical fatigue because I am melting. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much the whole opening here. As we get into the you know some of the topics that we got going on in sports news, Jake Paul is going to fight. Hasim Rahman Jr. on August 6th. Uh, Rahman Jr. is a 12-1 professional fighter. I think he's a boxer. I'm not 100% sure on the boxing part, but I know he's a fighter. He's a, I think he's a 12-1 professional boxer. But he has agreed to fight the former YouTuber turned celebrity boxer, Jake Paul, which is going to be it's, it's interesting. Um... Obviously, I'm not going to bet on Jake's fights anymore because he made me eat those hot wings in one of the most horrible, horrible events of my life on this very show. I've never, I've never truly felt pain till that day, so I'm not going to bet on, on this man's fights anymore. But yes, he is a heavyweight boxer with a record of 12-1. and one. So, decent competition. Uh, I'm impressed. We'll see. Uh, he claims that because they sparred before, uh, this man and Jake sparred before, and Jake claims it was a war. This guy claims that he was told he wouldn't get paid if he hurt Jake Paul, which, you know, that makes sense. I mean, 
Why would you allow that? Why would why would you want your cash cow to get hurt if you were Jake's management team or fight team? You know what I mean? That just makes a lot of sense to me. So it's not that's not shocking. Can we not act like that's a shocking thing? Uh, but the fight, like I said, is on Jake Six. Um, in all honesty, I hope Jake gets sent to space because he's an asshole. To put it quite bluntly, Jake Paul is a bad person. <laughs> um, and I don't know how to be any more blunt than that. You know, Jake Paul is just a bad, bad man. He is influenced basically millions of kids into being thunderous assholes. And I just don't think he deserves the fame anymore. And I think this the only way that he'll stop boxing is if someone puts him to sleep. And I, I hope it's this guy because it'll put him on the map and good for him. Uh, in entertainment news... There is a new Hunger Games movie coming out, which I find fascinating because the first ones came out like in 2010, and that was over a decade ago now. So all of us who watched those in 2010 are now 12 years older, and I'm pretty sure everyone's still excited. <laughs> From the response I saw on social media, people are pumped, and I can't blame them because it looks interesting 2012 so it has been a full decade since the first one came out i'm sorry i was wrong on that one but it, this looks like a a new interesting thing hunger games the ballad of songbirds and i think it's snakes yeah look at me look at me i read the books i know what i'm talking about get off me back off i know what's up i got the cast pulled up in front of me rachel zegler hunter schaefer peter dinklage that's right baby Tyrion lannister the dinkles the Dinkles will be in this movie. You can't you can't hate on the Dinkles. No one hates the Dinkles. If you hate the Dinkles, go fuck yourself. Uh, Jason Schwartzman, Mackenzie Lansing, plenty of people in this movie. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of those actors and actresses I don't have I'm not very familiar with, so you know, it's what it is. But I'm sure I'll be familiar with them after this movie. I am familiar, obviously, with the Dinkles. How could you not be familiar with Tyrion fucking Lannister? Hope it's good. It is a prequel to the Hunger Games with our girl, uh, my girl, your girl, everyone's girl, Jennifer Lawrence, who played Katniss Everdeen. This is a prequel series. This is, I believe, a book written by uh, Suzanne Collins. Yes. Uh, this is also a, it, the same kind of basic concept, prequel series. It's gonna be, it'll be interesting. I want to see what they can do kind of back in the world of the Hunger Games because the book series is super wild. Uh, in news, the House voted on protections for same-sex interracial marriage. They voted to protect same-sex interracial marriage in light of the court overturning Roe versus Wade because, you know, that's wild. So, you know, what, what could stop them possibly from overturning war rights is like, hey, you know, what we're going to do here is instead, actually... We're just going to make sure that you guys don't do that. We're going to do everything we can. And I give the House credit for that. They're, they seem to be doing as much as they can to prevent any more rights being taken from Americans. And I respect that. I respect that. Uh, of course, overturned Roe versus Wade, which has started a lot of people's concerns for things like interracial and gay marriage. Um, sodomy laws, which I believe technically are the right to have like anal and oral sex. Sorry in your home which is more targeted towards gay people for if you don't know uh that's a those laws sodomy laws are specifically targeted towards homosexual behavior <laughs> they don't really care if straight people are having anal and oral sex just gay people really 
that brings us to the spotlight topic. I didn't bring in a lot of other topics because I figured this would take a while. The 70th. Let's see. Are they the 70th Emmy Awards? It's, I want to say it's the 70th, though. This, the Emmy Awards. They announced the nominations over the weekend, and people are... The 74th. I'm sorry. The 74th Emmy Awards. They uh, announced the nominations over the weekend. Or over the last week. Over the weekend last week. And uh, people are kind of salty about it. And I'm... I'm here for it because I live to talk about movies and television and how things are made and what should win awards. I live for this shit. I live for it because I think the the idea of turning something in your mind into something that people watch on TV is the most amazing thing on the planet. And I am the ultimate, ultimate cinema nerd. And I love award shows just because I, I like a technical awards more than anything else, like writing, directing, you know, like how they make things look, cinematography, stuff like that really appeals to me. But also, I mean, let's be honest, we all watch for the actors and actresses to get their awards as well. So I got all a lot of the nominations pulled up here in one giant list. And I'm going to go through them and tell you who I think will win these awards. but who I, And also who I want to win because I they do differ. Like, sometimes I can think someone's going to win, but I want someone else to win, and I think that happens a lot. I think a lot of people want a certain actor or actress to win, but in reality, you know. Deep down, you know. You know who's going to win these awards, deep down. So, uh, without further ado, the 74th Emmy Awards. The nominated series for Best Drama Series uh, is Better Call Saul from AMC, the Breaking Bad spinoff featuring Saul Goodman, the lawyer. Played by Bob Odenrich. Euphoria on HBO, starring Zendaya and Sydney Sweeney. And, you know, basically Degrassi, but we're rated R and with a budget. Uh, Severance, which is on Apple TV, which I don't know a lot about, I'm going to be honest. But I, it seems to be some kind of corporate, almost Mad Men style show, which Mad Men was pretty good show. Squid Game from Netflix. Uh, and this took over the world over the summer. This show was a phenomenon, and I don't blame them. The survival battle royale style show where these people went through challenges. One of the first, I would say, non-American shows that I think has a real genuine chance to win this award. At least in my lifetime, and that's awesome. I think we should diversify and have more shows like this available. Stranger Things from Netflix, which is no shock to me that Stranger Things has some... Has, work their way onto this list they should season four of stranger things was legitimately good this isn't just a popularity contest pick i think for the last two previous seasons if i'm being honest if stranger things had been nominated at the emmys i would have felt a little like they're just doing that because the show's super popular and people would be mad but this season stranger things absolutely belongs on the breast drama series at least a nomination uh and then succession i've heard a lot about succession this is a family drama series about exactly how it sounds, with a lot of great actors like Kieran Culkin, and you know, and it's just a great show about a bunch of cutthroat rich people trying to fuck each other over. And so, who I want to win this award is Stranger Things because I think they earned it. I really do. I think the the writing and the tying back to all of the previous episodes and the just the character development and the the precious care they took with this season. I think they earned the right to win this award. Um, I have my complaints with this season. I, I voiced them last week. 
But I, I don't think it's a bad season. I think it's this is one of the best seasons of the show, if not the best season of the show. Uh, to me, season one is perfect. To me, season one is the, the perfect TV show. It is an interesting mystery that you, you wonder about from beginning to end. But on that note, who I think is going to win this award is Squid Game. I, I, it's just such a good show. It was so well written. There were so many allegories to real life about poor people and their struggle to survive while rich people kind of watch it almost like it's a game and hoard up all the money. The pure emotion and the wonderful acting from all the actors is just an incredible ride the whole time. I've, I've never been so upset watching characters die in a show because all of them, almost all of them, almost all of them have a reason that you want that you end up liking them and a reason for you to root for them. And I just think it's so well written that it's going to be one of those shows that's just hard to beat. Uh, best actress in a drama series Jodie Comer Killing Eve Laura Linney from Ozark oh I almost forgot Ozark yeah Ozark and best drama series Netflix's super crime drama one of my favorite TV shows ever but I don't think this stands a chance this year I think there's just too many other good shows and Ozark has won a whole bunch of times and these these shows do get these award shows whether you think it or not get fatigued with giving these people the same awards unless your name is you know like Brian Cranston but anyway, Laura Linney from Ozark, Melina Lansky from the Showtime show Yellow Jackets, which is great. Girlfriend started watching it, and then I got super into it. It was a wonderful show about a plane crash and this girl's soccer team that survived, and then a kind of through line on the other side of them as adults trying to kind of figure out this weird thing that happened to them. Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show, Zendaya for Euphoria, and who I think is going to win this is Laura, or who I want to win this, I'm sorry, is Laura Linney, because she deserves it. Her performance as Wendy in this final season of Ozark was a masterclass. I mean, an absolute masterclass in acting, because she made you hate her, she made you feel bad for her, she made you want her to die, she made you want to give her a hug. She went through every emotion. She made you took you through every emotion you could go through in a single season of television. And I mean, goddamn, how can we not respect that? How can we not respect? You may hate the character Wendy, but you gotta love what Laura Linney did. She, she murders this role every season and just kept getting better and kept getting better and kept getting better. And we didn't want to give her credit, but we deserve to give her credit. Laura Linney needs to win this award. She should win this award. Because her performance was incredible. Her performance, in my mind, is a all-time TV performance. You know, her ability to kind of just slowly track the breakdown of this incredibly terrifying woman is amazing. But who I think is going to win is Melina Lansky from uh, Yellow Jacket. She was also great. And I, I think she was, she carried the show on the adult side in a lot of ways. You know, with her character having the affair and then discovering that her boyfriend, you know, was like kind of had this secret life. It was, a, it was a, she did a great job balancing kind of who the character is supposed to be from when she was younger to who she is now. I think it's just such an interesting dichotomy and she did a perfect job pulling it off. I do think she'll win this award. Uh, best actor in a drama series, Jason Bateman for Ozark, Brian Cox for Succession. Lee Jung-jae for Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul, 
Adam Scott from Severance, Jeremy Scott from Succession. Uh, who I want to win this award is Lee Jung Jae from Squid Game because he was incredible. I went through periods where I hated him. I went through periods where I was in love with him. I went through periods where I wanted him to die. It was just such a long ride with this skeevy kind of bastard character at the start with a good heart who slowly reveals himself to just be the kindest soul that ever existed that just wants to see his daughter again and it's heartbreaking to watch him go through this super traumatic experience watching all these people die and he was so great and he deserves to win the award and let's you know and it also would be cool to see an you know an asian actor you know pick up a big american award that'd be cool and I, I think he's gonna win. That's who I think is gonna win the award. Is because I just because I think he deserves it. I think the Academy will agree. Uh, best supporting actress in a drama series: Patricia Arquette for Severance, Julia Garner from Ozark. Uh, for those who don't know, that's your girl Ruth. Uh, Jung Ho Yeon from Squid Game, Christina Ricci, Miss Wednesday Adams on Yellow Jackets, Rhea Seahorn on Better Call Saul, J. Smith Cameron. From Succession, Sarah Snook from Succession, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria. Uh, who I want to win this award is Julia Garner. Who I think is going to win this award is Julia Garner. Because, I mean, come on. Who else is going to win this? Are you serious? Are we? This shouldn't even be a discussion. This one should be the easy one. Her performance as Ruth carried the season. Don't get me wrong, Laura Lenny was great. And Jason Bateman was great. Julia Garner carried the final season of Ozark. Carried it. Every episode was just her taking it up to another level of acting. And I was impressed. And I think we're going to see big things from her in the future. I can't wait. And this is going to be her... I, I don't know if it's her first or second Emmy. I think it's her second Emmy. Would be her second Emmy win. She deserves it. Just give her the award. I mean, it's over. Over. Julia Garner is going to win this award. Uh, Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. Nicholas Braun from Succession. Leah Crudrip from The Morning Show. Kieran Culkin from Succession. Uh, Park Hae-Soo from Squid Game. Matthew McFadden. Succession. John Totoro. Severance. Christopher Walken. Severance. Oh Young-Soo. Squid Game. Uh, I don't really have anybody I want to win in this. I don't have anybody in particular that I'm super a big fan of that I'm like, they deserve this award or whatever. I guess Christopher Walken, you could say, because he's Christopher Walken. And I mean, who doesn't love Christopher Walken? He's just so great all the time. And he deserves all the awards. The man just deserves all the praise. He's a, he's a wonderful human being. And I severely enjoy him. And so I guess if I had someone I want to win, it'd be Christopher Walken. But I do think Oh Sung or Oh Yu Young Soo will, will win if I had to guess. Uh, just because I think Squid Game is going to be a powerhouse this year. I really do. I think Squid Game is going to be one of the big winners from the Emmy Awards. I think they're going to win a bunch of awards, a bunch of the acting categories, a bunch of the writing categories, a bunch of the directing categories, probably a bunch of the FX and technical categories too. Just because that's a you know Squid Game is great. Best Comedy Series, Abbott Elementary on ABC, baby. Uh, Barry on HBO. Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO. Well, I don't know what Abbott Elementary is about. Barry is about a hitman who decides to become an actor. It is in season three. 
on HBO. Curb Your Enthusiasm is on season 1000, and it is a comedy series based loosely on the life of comedy writer Larry David, who wrote for Seinfeld. Uh, Hacks is on HBO Max. The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon Prime. Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, which is starring... I have seen, it's pretty good, Selena Gomez and Martin Short and... God, what is his name? I'm going to blank on this. I'm going to hate myself. And you guys are going to make fun of me. Steve Martin, thank you. I knew it was... I knew I was going to blank on that and hate myself, and I do hate myself for this. But great series. Ted Lasso, uh, starring Jason Sudeikis on Apple TV Plus, uh, as a, I believe, an American football coach who goes over to coach soccer. What we do in the shadows on FX, which is about vampires. Uh, who I want to win this is Barry, because Barry is probably my favorite show on TV right now. It's got a Breaking Bad feel. The writing is immaculate. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen every episode, and to me that's what makes the show exciting is when I don't really know from week to week what's going to happen next. And I love that kind of writing. And I love the style of comedy that the show is. It's a very dark comedic show. I, me and my girlfriend watch this together and she kind of, you know, half watches it with me, but she agreed with me that I'm, I'm not really sure this can be classified as a comedy anymore. I mean, this show is very dark and disturbing, but it's, it, there are a lot of comedic moments. Who I think will win is probably the marvelous Miss Maisel because I've heard the most about it. <laughs> you know, usually when you hear uh, a lot of rumblings about a TV show and you hear a lot of, you know, good things and reviewers and critics are all over it, it's usually a good sign that that show is going to be successful during award season. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, had to get a sip. Best Actress in a Comedy Series. Quinta Brunson from Abbott Elementary. Rachel Bronson from The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Kelly Kakoa. Penny. From The Flight Attendant, which is a great TV show. Ellie Fanning from The Great. Gene Smart from Hacks. Issa Rae from Insecure. Who I want to win, who I want to win this is Kelly Kakoa. Because, uh, wow, what a performance she put on for two seasons for this show. This show is great. Uh, I have to give this show a lot of credit. She plays a flight attendant who finds herself in some very sticky situations. A She's a functioning kind of alcoholic. The character is great because she just continues to make horrible decisions and you just watch the whole show being like, please no, please don't do this, please. And then she does it anyway. So it's pretty interesting. It's a pretty fascinating little watch. Uh, Kaylee does a great job getting emotion out of you. Like she is such an emotionally hard character to watch because she gets so broken so many times in this show. But she's also got the perfect comedy chops. She's so quick and so on her feet and it's, she does a great job, and I think she deserves to win the award, but who I think is going to win is probably Rachel Bronson from The Marvelous Miss Maisel, because, again, I've heard a lot about it. When I hear a lot about shows during award season, usually they do well. Um, best actor in a comedy series, Donald Glover. Yes, Childish Cambino. Uh, for Atlanta, Bill Hader for Barry. Nicholas Holt for The Great. Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building. Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Uh, who I want to win is Bill, Bill Hader, because first and foremost, I'm in love with him, Bill. If you're out there, I love you. Uh, but second, because his performance in the show is gone to a point where it's genuinely impressive. We're like, this is the role I'm going to think of when I see him. 
that's how good he is in Barry, for those who haven't seen the show. Bill is so good, for those who know him as, like, Stefan and, you know, all of his comedic roles, uh, you know, from, like, Forgetting Sarah Marshall to pretty much anything he's been in, this is the role I'm going to see him every time I think of him is, is this show. Because it's such a good job with Barry and making it emotional, making it scary, and making it hilarious that I just, I want him, just give him, give the man a bag of Emmys. A bag of them. But who I think is going to win is probably like Jason Judegas. Because it, uh, I've heard a lot of good things about Ted Lasso and his performance in Ted Lasso. Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series, Alex Bornstein, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Hannah Einbinder, Hacks, Janella James, Abbott Elementary, Cheryl Lee, Ralph, Abbott Elementary, Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live, Sarah Niles, Ted Lasso, and ha- Hannah Waddington, Ted Lasso. I don't really have any dogs in this fight. Uh, I'm not going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I don't know a lot about the people in this category other than Kate McKinnon, obviously. Um, so I think Sarah Niles will probably win because I think Ted Lasso will do well in the comedy acting area. Because I've heard a lot about the performances of Ted Lasso and the writing. Uh, best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, Anthony Kerrigan for Barry. Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso. Tyler James Williams, Abbott Elementary. Toheeb Jamoa? Jamo? Jimmo? Ted Lasso, Nick Muhammad, Ted Lasso, Tony Shaloub, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Henry Winkler, yes, The Fonz, for Barry, Bowen Sang, Saturday Night Live. Who I want to win this is Anthony Kerrigan. His performance as Noho Hank on Barry is one of the funniest things I've seen on TV in a very long time. His comedic timing is perfect. And apparently his improv is also perfect because a lot of these lines are improv by him. His comedic timing and his improv are just so perfect that I don't think... Well, not only that, this season he pulled an emotional beat out of Hank that I don't think anyone else could have gotten. I think he absolutely deserves to get this Emmy Award because... Man, the last episode, his acting with Hank is just chef's kiss. But I think uh, I think the Fonz is going to take this. Because the Fonz is also great. And Barry, he does a wonderful job of being so sympathetic. Uh, best Limited Series, Dope Sick from Hulu. Oh, God. What have I done? What have I done? I got rid of my list. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I'll get us right back where we were. Okay, Dope Sick from Hulu, The Dropout from Hulu, Inventing Anna from Netflix, Pam and Tommy from Hulu, and The White Lotus from HBO. Who I want to win this is Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna was well-written, well-acted, and really just a powerful vehicle for Julia Garner to just show us all and flex how good of an actress that she is. And you know what? It worked because it was awesome. Who I think is going to win this is Inventing Anna because all of these other shows, while probably great, I doubt were as well promoted and well executed as this show was. So credit where credit's due to all the actors and everyone going into this show. I think your series is going to win. Best Actor in a Limited Series, Colin Firth, The Staircase, Andrew Garfield, Under the Banner of Heaven, 
Oscar Isaac, Scenes from a Marriage, Michael Keaton, Dope Sick, Himesh Patel, Station Eleven, and Sebastian Stan, Pam and Tommy. Who I want to win this award is Michael Keaton, because he's Batman and he's Beetlejuice. Who I think is going to win is probably Andrew Garfield. Uh, Andrew Garfield, I've heard a lot of good things about the show that he's in, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. I saw the trailers and a lot of clips from it. It looks incredible. And Andrew Garfield has really come into his own as an actor as of late. He was incredible in No Way Home. He was incredible in wow, the musical movie that he was in recently. Andrew Garfield is just, uh, I think this is, he's coming into his time, his prime as an actor. And it was, I don't think it'll be long before we see big things from him. Best Actress in a Limited Series. Tony Collette, The Staircase. Julia Gardner, Inventing Anna. Lily James, Pam and Tommy. Sarah Paulson, Impeachment. Margaret Qualey, Made and Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. Uh, who I want to win, Julia Gardner. Who I think's gonna win, Julia Gardner. This is another one of those categories where I'm just kind of like, come on guys. This one's not hard. This would be kind of hard to mess up. Just give Julia the award, these her two acting awards, and her two big acting Emmys, and be like, go on. Go on and conquer the world like you're supposed to. We all know that's what you're going to do, Julia. Just do it. Supporting actor in a limited series. Uh, Murray Bartlett, The White Lotus. Jake Lacey, The White Lotus, Will Poulter, Dope Sick, Seth Rogen, Pam and Tommy, Peter Sarsard, Dope Sick, Michael Stuhlbarg, Dope Sick, Steve Zahn, The White Lotus, who I want to win, Seth Rogen, for obvious reasons, he's Seth Rogen, he's Seth Rogen, and he's Seth Rogen, but also, uh, I don't know a lot about the shows on this list. I've seen his performance a little bit from Pam and Tommy, and he does a very good job in that show, and it's about the only one I know enough about. But uh, who I think is going to win this is probably one of the actors from Dope Sick. If I had to guess one, Will Poulter. Uh, supporting actress in a limited series, Connie Britton, The White Lotus, Jennifer Coolidge, The White Lotus, Alexandria Daddario, who my girlfriend's son is absolutely madly in love with, but that's okay. All young boys are in madly super in love with Alexandria Daddario. Can't imagine why. Uh, Caitlin Dever, Dope Sick, Natasha Rothwell, The White Lotus, and Sydney Sweeney, The White Lotus, Mayor Winningham, Dope Sick. Uh, who I want to win this is Sydney Sweeney because I think she's a great actress and I think she's destined for big things. I watched a couple of her movies. Uh, the White Lotus is super interesting. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw The Voyeurs, and I watched her in Euphoria, both of which she's excellent in, uh, and I think she's going to be a great young actress, and I think we're going to get a lot from her in the coming years. There was a bug in my drink. Anyway, I think we're going to get a lot of great things. I'm literally melting before you guys' very eyes in this show and ears. I mean, this is this is brutal. This is a brutal, brutal thing. <laughs> As I sit here and melt talking to you about TV shows. But yeah, Sydney Sweeney's great. I think she deserves to win this award, but I think uh, old Connie Britton, Eric Taylor's wife, is going to take this bad boy. Because she's Connie Britton. She's got the experience. The White Lotus is probably a great, great, great TV movie. 
I mean, just what a great time. And uh, I think that's going to wrap up all of the Emmy coverage I have. Although we can get into some... Let's, uh, let's, let's freestyle here. Let's freestyle, guys. Let's see, uh, let's see the nominees. Let's see what else we got. Outstanding comedy series. There's Barry, as we talked about. We'll just scroll through, see what else we we can find. Uh, how about television movies? Outstanding television movies for 2022. The nominees are Chippendale Rescue Rangers from Disney. I would assume Disney Plus. Ray Donovan the movie from HBO. Reno 911: The Hunt for QAnon. Uh, I would assume, what is it, from comedy TV? Maybe. The Survivor. And Zoe's... Stop. Extraordinary Christmas. I'm being assaulted. Uh, outstanding lead actor in a limited or anthology series or movie. Uh, I think we already covered this, unfortunately. Let's see what others categories are here guys Ooh, reality okay okay reality competition show the 74th emmy awards for that lizzo's watch out for the big girls nailed it rupaul's drag race the amazing race the voice and bravo top chef i hope top chef wins this because top chef is awesome but rupaul will probably win it because rupaul is good during award season and also it's probably a pretty good show uh, unstructured program. I would assume these are like, oh, RuPaul untucked. RuPaul is just, he's going to, he's going to, he's trying to get them all. He's trying to get all the reality awards. He said, give me them all. He said, I'll make an award show. I'll make a reality show for all these fucking categories. And I'll win all these awards. Uh, below deck Mediterranean cheer, love on the spectrum and selling sunset. Give me selling sunset on this one, baby. Heard a lot about Selling Sunset. I've watched a lot of my friends. Well, not one friend. You know who you know who I'm talking about, Kyle. Uh, Sullivan. Watching uh, Selling Sunset and that stupid Siesta Key shows. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I said it. Come at me. Structured programs. Oh my God! Here we go. This is what we're looking for. Antique Road Show, which. Holy shit, I didn't even know Antique Roadshow was still in the air. Uh, Fixer Up or Welcome Home, Love is Blind, Queer Eye 5, and Shark Tank. Obviously, I want Love is Blind to win this because Love is Blind was fire. What a fire reality TV show. Love is Blind, if you don't know, where these people talk to each other in pods where they can't see each other and only bond on their personalities, and then they meet. Now, of course, there's no ugly people. But it's still super fascinating because some of these people suck. And it's hilarious. So I hope Love is Blind wins. Uh, host for a reality competition. Here we go. RuPaul, obviously. Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Padma Lakshima. Mark Cuban. Bar Bar Mark Cuban deserves no good things. No. Nicole Byer on Nailed It. And then Bobby Burke. Nah, you know what? I don't have time to read all the... Listen, RuPaul's going to win this. All right, just take my word for it. Take my word. 
Take my word. Take my word. Okay? RuPaul will win this. Uh, Emmy nominated for animated programs. Arcane on Netflix, I believe. Bob's Burgers. Rick and Morty. The Simpsons. And What If. Give me Arcane. My brother loves this, so I hope it wins for him. But I've never seen this show because it looks super nerdy and I'm super nerdy. So if I think something's super nerdy, you know. You know. Uh, let's go with Variety Talk Series. Who's nominated on Variety Talk Shows this year? Jimmy Kimmel Live. No. We root for none of the late night Jimmys. Last Week Tonight for John Oliver. Late Night with Seth Meyers. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. And The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. So, no, we're not rooting for Stephen or Jimmy Kimmel. Because they sold out. <laughs> uh, the Daily Show or Last Week Tonight. That's what we want. That's who we want to win. I don't know if that's who's going to win, but that's who that's who I want to win. And uh, I think that pretty much wraps up. Oh, short form animated program. Death, Love, Death, and Robots, Robot Chicken. Oh, no, these are the winners. Well, that's disappointing. But I have all the nominees. But yeah, that's about it. That, cover, that ends our, our Emmy coverage, ladies and gentlemen. The 74th Emmys will be on television when? Let's go to the home. Oh, Monday, September 12th. Jesus, that's far away. <laughs> so I'll only know. I will have to keep track of these predictions somehow to know if I was right or wrong. So you guys hold me to this. Hold me accountable. People who listen to this podcast, I'll hold myself accountable as well as I can, but hold me accountable for my predictions on these 74th Emmy Awards. Uh, so that pretty much does it for my, except for my movie and TV show recommendation. Uh, my TV show recommendation for this week is The Boys on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you like superhero stories, if you just like stories in general, if you like violence, if you like profanity, if you like degeneracy in your TV shows, this is the show for you, not a show for the family. Uh, don't watch this with the wife and kids. You know, watch this alone. I, you know, the wife can watch it by her. You can watch it with the wife, obviously. She's a grown adult. But I'm just saying, you know, it's not a family event. This is not a show you should watch with your family, even though it has superheroes in it, because it flips all the superhero stereotypes on their head. Uh, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of gore. There's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of sex. And, you know, horrible, horrible things that happen in this awful, awful show. But it's wonderful. It's just so good. And so fun to watch. There's great characters, great character development. The, the writing is perfect. Um, some of the, you know, some of the political stuff and some of the stereotypes hit you over the head. But the character development and the care they take with taking each beat of the show and the comedy and the mixed in with all the seriousness is wonderful. They do a wonderful job of mixing the air of super deepness and super serious things with a hilarious amount of dark comedy. Um, the show's super fun. Like, if you enjoy a show that you're going to have a good time occasionally, like, don't get me wrong, there's there shows I watched recently called Them, and they had a lot of important things to say, and it was a very good show, but God, it was depressing. God. God, it was depressing. Hurt my feelings. Like, I could like, it was hard to watch. It was so depressing. And uh, this show's not like that. This show is, is depressing. A lot of depressing things happened in this show, 
but you have a lot of fun while you're watching the show, and I think that's always a good time. And uh, my last thing about it is Anthony Starr, who plays the Homelander, who's basically like evil Superman. He's wonderful. He should be in everything. Everything. He's so good in this. He is terrifying and funny at times, but like with a funny, terrifying way. Uh, you make He makes you feel for him somehow, but he also makes you absolutely scared of him at all times. And he's just a great actor. And he's from Australia, and we should all support him. And two thumbs way up for this show. Two thumbs way up for the boys. Uh, and that's going to pretty much do it, guys. Thank you once again for joining me on the Planet Comedy Podcast this week. Uh, you can catch us next week as well, all on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Pandora, SoundCloud, all that. Catch the other podcasts like Average Joe's and Backseat Fighters. Like I said before, movie reviews coming to YouTube. I'm going to rewrite some movies. Uh, Planet Comedy Podcast clips are going up on Facebook and probably YouTube and hopefully some on Instagram, maybe a TikTok before too long. Thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day or night. And I'll see you all next week. Bye.